0: Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And Around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. Today we have with us Mackenzie Flick of Soul Camille, and she's going to be sharing how to tap into your infinite potential and divine creativity through past lives. welcome. Hi,
1: Christy. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Yes, I'm excited to talk about this. We haven't had a past life expert on here yet, and it's kind of one of those topics that can expand your mind and your belief system. So share with us a little bit about you and your story and how you got here sharing this with us. Right. So when it comes to
1: past lives, reincarnation, This really is just something that I fell into. It's just sort of like my life path was like, hey, Mac, you are coming here on earth to remind people that they are more than just their current existence. And growing up, even as a young kid, I was always very aware that this wasn't my first rendezvous here on earth. And I would say things to my parents and they're like, what are you talking about? And my dad always just thought it was this thing I was going to grow out of. But as I moved into adulthood, I started having these images and not just of myself, but of other people. And I'd be like, oh boy, I know where that's coming from, (laughs) but you know, you just got to keep it to yourself, but it wasn't until a series of events that it really sort of pushed me to really step into this gift of being able to see past lives. And I decided to go for it. I'm like, all right, let's do some Akashic channel work. How is this going to all play out? I have no idea. And I really was being pushed by spirit to get out of my comfort zone. And they're like, put yourself out there. See what happens. See if you can read someone's past lives. So I put myself out there on TikTok scared to death. (laughs) But, you know, I started getting some very just exact, like I knew exactly what was going on in their lives, how it was created from past lives and what needed to be done to heal that. So I enrolled myself in a hypnotherapy program that actually has nothing to do with past lives, but I integrated the work of working with your subconscious in conjunction with healing and clearing past lives through intuitive work, that I do help my clients move forward specific aspects of their life that just seems to be going in these vicious cycles that they can't get past. It's like, no matter the conscious efforts that they make, nothing is moving forward. And that's really what it comes down to with past lives. We think, oh, it's just some hokey pokey. Let me take a look at all these people I've been in in past lives, but it's really not about that. It's about the belief systems that have been created about yourself and the world around you through all of these different experiences we've had and all these different incarnations and how that's being played out now in your life. So that just kind of gives a brief overview of how I stepped into where I am now and, and exactly what past
0: life healing does do for people. Yeah. So many kids are born, well, all children, everybody's born with just an open energy filled little kids right. say the craziest things. We think they're crazy, but they know exactly what they're saying. And it's that programming that they receive over mm-hmm. the years that shuts it off and closes it down, but you didn't allow that to happen. So mm-hmm. what do you think it was about you being different and not letting that other people's, you know, belief systems and whatever they were saying to discredit you. How, did you. how did you not shut that down with all of that?
1: Well, there was a point that I did shut it down though. It was like, I doubted myself so much and I did start to sort of buy into this whole, oh, well, you just want it to be there. Like you just want to see past lives. You just think it's so cool. And so it did turn into more of like this insane interest in past lives, but that never went away. And then I started leaning more into the truths of it that allowed me to sort of open that back up. So I wouldn't say that it never shut down because it did, but there just was that perfect time and place within my lifetime to reopen it. I don't think this is something I would have been prepared for, or even would have known what to do with in my twenties where now it's like, okay, I'm a little bit more grounded. I have some life experience I'm confident in myself to really allow this gift of mine to play out and, and see
0: where it goes. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. I personally, I've had a couple of past life experiences, not past life experiences, healings where the past life was addressed in the healing that were some of the most profound and life altering healing sessions possible. Like they mm-hmm. the transformation of how I think and feel and what's happening in my life and two very specific ones that I can remember because they were so powerful. And on the flip side, as a coach and a healer myself, sometimes people get wrapped up in that brain candy and it's actually uh, preventing them from healing and moving forward. Everything goes back to, Oh, it's a past life thing or this or that. So it can kind of be both. So I'm I'm really excited to talk with you more Mm -hmm. about this and how how you kind of decipher and discern and all of that with this work. But first thing we're going to do is pull a question, a card, our question cards here. The one that came up, this is such a, I love it when they're so good. If I was in your shoes, what do you think I'd find most challenging?
1: So if you were in my shoes, what would you find most challenging? Ooh. If You were in my shoes. I would think, Or at least for me, I hold a lot of accountability in what I do. And I never want to use this gift as a way to steer people in the wrong direction. So even though I do trust all the intuition and the downloads that I'm getting, and I'm literally seeing angels and guides like in my third eye, like I know that this information is as accurate as it can be. I think I still hold some level. I don't want to say fear because that's not really the energy I want to put to it, but it's like, I do really care about my clients and sometimes I don't sleep because I'm like, I really, really hope that they take this information in that right direction if that makes sense. So there's just a level of accountability that I hold in myself that can contain, that can cause a little bit of strife in my life. Um, except I am learning to get past that. It's much easier now than it was even a year ago. Um,
0: but that, that would be my answer (laughs) to your question. Well, and that tells me, that just tells me that you take it seriously, that you're passionate Mm -hmm. about it. You really care. And so you, when you have a healer like that, you can trust, you can trust because that's an integrity based feeling that's there because of integrity. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Cause you just see a lot of people misuse these type of gifts. And I don't think it's because they consciously mean to do it, but it's not something I just play with. It's not just something where I go up to people and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to read your past lives. Like, no, that now that is hokey. No way. But it does have to be done in an appropriate way because you even commented to like, well, some people can know their past lives and, and they kind of hold on to it as a crutch, right? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I was this person or I did that in a past life. And so I've had these fears. And so, you know, my hands are are tied. There's nothing I can do. You know, that's mm-hmm. really not the point. The point is just to observe it. And you're like, ah, OK, because once that observation is made. And you tie it in to your current reality. And you're like, ah, okay. You know what? Like I am safe in my body. I am safe to be myself. Then there's a level of freedom that comes with that, you know, and that's the message I want to get across because people have such negative connotations when it comes to this type of work because of the lack of integrity people have held to the gifts. So
0: yeah, it, it makes me think of when we understand something, when we have a clarity of something existed for a reason or it makes you make sense or it makes you understand yourself better, then there comes an acceptance that then allows you to heal and move on and move forward. That's what, right. that's what I think of with it. Right. And how it works with the healing is, oh my gosh, I'm not this crazy lunatic that has this weird thing. It's more like, oh, now I understand myself, and now I can move forward. Exactly, it can be a great exactly, goal. yeah. Mm-hmm. And people resist what they don't understand, and so if we don't understand ourselves, we're going to resist change. And right. this is an understanding of of change.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But I think that's where people, in a way, do choose to fear this as well, because. Where there's change, there's discomfort. Yes. And even if they don't like where they're at right now, at least they're familiar with it and they don't have to change Mm -hmm. because it can be really tough to truly step into your shoes and say, okay, today I'm going to walk the mile. I am going to look at myself. I'm going to make the transformation. That is a lot harder for people than just staying stuck where they are, even if it's not like desirable um cuz i was getting a lot of backlash on things on tiktok i had made some posts that i thought were just pretty like simple spirituality 101 stuff and it was wild how quickly it turned into victim blamer this or that and like just a lot of negative stuff. And so I went to one of my friends who's an extremely talented Akashic channeler. I'm like, what is up with this? Like, this is such basic information. And I'm like, this is like the information you need to free yourself from where you are now. It's not to blame anybody. And he made a comment and he said, because it's easier to pass the buck, period because if they actually accepted that information, they would have to do the healing work. And that's too hard for people. And
0: I was like, wow, that is so insightful. (laughs) That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So for those who are new to this concept, what, what could, what could you share with us to kind of close that gap of, oh, this is way out there. How do we How do we wrap our head around this past life concept?
1: Well, the truth is, I don't think there's anything I really can say or do to convince anyone of closing that gap. It really does have to come from the person because I've noticed like every single person that has landed on my calendar since I've opened up my practice, they've already made that leap. It's like there was a moment in their life where it's like they stepped into this place of just total awareness. And they're like, you know, this does not work for me anymore. I know I have been here before. I know there's a solution for me. I know that I can do greater in this lifetime and I'm not living out that expression. And they find me. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to explore this modality because there might be something for me here. But if people are in a place where they're like, oh, that's too woo-woo and not for me, then it's because that's exactly where they should be. Then they're not ready for this kind of stuff. They're still playing out their life story, their life theme, their life experience, exactly that. So there's no convincing. And that's fine. I'm not here to convince.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think I was less convincing than just educating because there's going to be people that are ready and are kind of like looking for something or doing the healing and their, you know, past life healing came to me just through, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't, I didn't know anything about it, but in a healing session with a healer that I trusted very much um, that I'd worked with for years, um, it came through like, well, this is going on and this is what I'm getting at. She did a, the modality that she used was very different um, than anything I've seen since or before where she uses timeline and muscle testing and everything. And she kept going all the way back to the beginning of this timeline, but then she couldn't get anywhere with it. And she, so she just had this whoosh to muscle test back in time. And mm, it was back in time. So she's like, well, how far back in time? And so she went and it was like, you know, 50 years prior to something or other, it's been years and years since I had that. And then, but it was resonating as truth. Like it was that moment when you can feel it in your body that you're onto something, even if it doesn't logically fit or make sense. So we Mm -hmm. rolled with it and it was just, she was asking me questions and placing it. And it was literally about like every November I would hit this place where I would feel depressed and I wasn't sad. It was like like seasonal, like I didn't want to leave my house, I didn't really have as right. much, But it it was heavy. And I, I just didn't want that anymore. And so as we were doing it, and it literally with that muscle testing and going back in time, and to the root of it was the, the story, it was totally crazy. But I was a man and I was away and something happened to my wife while I was gone. And so I went to save her honor, and I got killed. And it sounds so not related to what this depression but it lifted the depression off of me it literally lifted off of me and I never felt it again and so that's you know that was my first experience with it but for it to and I was I was just open with it because I trusted her as a healer Mm -hmm. and I could feel it happening as she was walking me through this and for that to literally just lift off like a dark cloud I knew that there was power in it and that's That's what led me to, yeah, I want somebody on here that's going to be talking about something that can literally shift somebody's entire life. Right. Well,
1: this is exactly what a quantum leap is. And people think that specific aspects of their life that are sort of holding them back or they think it's just normal, like feeling that depression every November is not normal. There is something within your consciousness, within your subconscious, in your body, alerting you being like, hello, you're carrying this with you. And it's time that we start letting this go. So when you really do get to the very root of what's creating havoc in your life, it's wild how quickly things can change quickly, because I had. You know, one of the things that I've really been working on in my life has been removing blocks when it comes to my own career and money. And I just did a past life session with my past life healer and all this stuff came up. And of course, it went right back to a past life where I had it all. I had everything, love life, career, kids, whatever. And it was taken from me within moments because of a natural disaster. And that started off this whole slew of events in all of these other lifetimes that I am aware of, where I do sabotage my success because my I'm convinced, subconsciously speaking, well, if I have it all, I'm going to lose it all. So let's never put that one thing in place, which is my work. And That came up, and it was wild because we cleared that out. And about a couple weeks later, I woke up crying, Christy, crying, like sobbing over this friend of mine that had passed away like eight or nine years ago. And he was killed tragically in a train wreck. He was a surgeon. He was on the way to the hospital. He got killed he was married with two young kids and it really was traumatizing, but I felt like I had dealt with that. It wasn't something that was really, um, affecting me anymore. And I never cried about it a long time. And I even worked with healers removing that trauma from my body, but I'm like, why am I thinking about this? And I had realized I go, that's it. We had had a conversation literally the week that he died. And he said to me, Mac, I have reached the pinnacle of success. My practice is thriving. I have two beautiful children and I canceled all of my my, um, patient uh, appointments this morning for tomorrow because I just don't want to have to go. I just want to be with my kids for some reason. And that week he was killed. And I go, there it was. That was the triggering thing that being played out. You reach the pinnacle of success and you die. I mean, that's how deep this goes. So when I woke up, I I messaged Jacqueline, my past life healer, and I said, this thought came up. This was sitting in my consciousness. And she goes, okay, well, why don't you do some breath work? And I go, okay. So I started breathing this out. I'm like, hey, this is the intention. We're going to remove this from my energy, like everything. Let's let let this whole belief system that if I reach the pinnacle of success, I'm going to die. Let's let it go. And I'm telling you within an hour, I had paying clients on my calendar and my TikTok blew up. I posted something and it got like 100,000 views. That is how quick this stuff can happen when you really do start scratching deeply for the answers, for the root causes, because this doesn't have to be lifetimes of healing work. We're talking about like, okay, I noticed this pattern, (laughs) I'm open to whatever the root is, but I'm going to remove it and I'm going to clear and heal it out. So that's exactly what you're talking about when you say like, oh, I didn't think anything of it. I was just depressed every November. Well, yeah, (laughs) you have this trauma sitting in your energy and you Mm -hmm. did the right thing. You cleared it out and look how much better it has benefited you. So bravo. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. And I look at, you know, those situations where we do an energy shift and everything blows up. It's because you had all that stuff in place, but when Mm -hmm. our, when the energy is blocked, it literally, you know, everything is connected. So that energy is connected to everyone else as well. So they're Mm -hmm. literally, if your consciousness can't see it, theirs can't see it either. And I, so I'm talking about this because I had a client years ago declare my sessions called money magic. And that's what that reminded me of. That's a money magic situation when you right. shift something and then you get external results and you're like, but I didn't do anything. No, you already did all the doings. Everything is yeah. already in place. You just opened the floodgates for all that energy to come through. Right.
1: Right. And that's how, how that works. And, and it's too bad that people look at this stuff thinking, that it's not reality, like no way. I need to use logic, I need to use my brain, I need to use linear time. But people are stepping into that awareness now. They're like, huh, that
0: takes too long. <laughs> well, we are, we are creative beings, we are creative beings. So is it made up? Yes, we made it up in our head. We absolutely did. Every single thing that you see, it comes from your mind. It, you, it only exists because you believe it.
1: Exactly, yes. <laughs> Yes. And it's, and I tell this to people too. I'm like, we are infinite, wildly creative beings. We literally created the chaos that we're looking at right now because we keep unconsciously creating. And that's a really hard message people for people to hear sometimes, because again, that goes back to my thing I was telling you about on TikTok. They're like, Oh, well, you're victim blaming. No, I'm not victim blaming. I'm telling you at a soul level, we are infinite wild creators. Mm -hmm. And if we can finally take ownership for what it is we're creating, we can shift our reality, not just individually, but collectively speaking. It's like, I don't like looking at all the suffering either. I have Mm -hmm. immense compassion for people, but there comes a point where it's like, okay, how can I, how can we shift this? But we have to shift it by looking at ourselves where and how are we creating what we're seeing right now, so we can benefit the collective? That's how yeah. this all works, and that's what I'm seeing through all this intuitive work as well.
0: Yeah, I could geek out on this kind of stuff all day. So I, I love it all day talking <laughs> about it. I, um, you know, I've had other readings where people brought up, well, this could have happened and that could have happened, and there's there is a very distinct difference between. Recognizing that something exists in your DNA, in your energy field Mm -hmm. prior to coming into the world, then making it up. And as far as making it up, I mean using it as not wanting to look at what's in front of you now as kind of a scapegoat and things like that. So Mm -hmm. that's how I see the difference. Like when it resonates as truth and it makes everything make sense so you can release and let go, that is Mm -hmm. definitely the opposite of victim blaming. Right. That's actually taking full and complete responsibility for yourself, looking for an answer, whether it works, whether you believe it or not, if it works, then it works, <laughs> right? right. If, it, if it changes somebody's life, then it's legitimate. And that's science, science is validating all of this energy work now, you mm-hmm. know, that you can look up and see the studies that are done and the science that's backing it At of, you know, they're doing all of this stuff in science now. So it's, it's showing us that all of us healers who've been going with our intuition all these years, it's legitimate.
1: I know it's so exciting because we really are bridging that gap between science and spirituality. And it's funny because when I do look at it, I see the same thing. I'm like, we're all seeking the exact same answers, but through different methods and approaches, like that's it. (laughs) Yeah. It's all the same. Everything is energy. Everything.
0: If, if you're looking for healing in some place and it's not working, that's why people end up working with healers and alternative modalities because what they're seeking and trying isn't working. Right. So if you have an experience or looking for something to help you and it's not getting you anywhere, then come to the other side.
1: Yes. Come <laughs> visit people like me and all my friends i'm telling you like the things that we can do is just so out of my wildest imagination it's so exciting um cuz i've been working with healers energy healers past life healers akashic channelers for years now and i look back i'm like thank god i gave myself permission to do that because it was beyond my logic at the time like mm, people are going to think i'm weird it's not actually going to work. Well, thank God I did it because yeah, it did work.
0: right? And if you think I'm weird, then that's fine. Cause I am pretty weird. Me <laughs> so too. We'll- I own it. I love yeah. it. I wouldn't want to be any other way. So if you want to be weird, I'm weird.
1: Yeah, same. And you know, all my friends are kind of weird, but that's what makes life fun. Like, I just love all the weirdos. Like I laugh so much when I'm around people who just really bring that eccentric goofy side to themselves everywhere they go. You know, I love
0: that energy. I think it's fun. And it gives us permission to be more of ourselves when we get to see somebody else just being themselves. A lot of my clients, um, you know, I've heard this over and over and over again, but I'm the black sheep. I'm the black sheep of the family. I was always a misfit. I was always weird. And so I started, you know, thinking a lot about that because I always felt that way. I was definitely the black sheep of my family and i I switched it up, and I even have an ebook that I put this image of this herd of sheep with one little black sheep kind of popped up amongst all these others. And I'm like, we're not the black sheep. We are the rainbows. We're the glitter. We're the sparkle. and And the right. only reason that people feel like they were the black sheep or the scapegoat, those kind of things is because they were light seekers and truth seekers. So mm-hmm. people don't like it when we bring the shit to the surface it's uncomfortable. They have to look at themselves. And so you had mentioned earlier, the, the blaming victim blaming. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what is happening when somebody feels like the black sheep or the scapegoat of the family is it's not you. You're just Mm -hmm. being yourself. Nobody likes what you're showing them. So you're going to take that backlash. So let's switch the belief. So you don't take it personally. The belief yeah. isn't that something's wrong with you or that you're weird or that, you know, nobody loves you. The truth is you have to own it and be bold and brave. I'm going to show you the shit and it's going to make you awesome. uncomfortable and I'm going to love it. And that's, that's who right. I am. Cause then it takes all that pressure of trying to fit in, trying to belong, trying to be loved. We don't need to be that. When you're the glitter sheep, you get a glitter and gold. And if everybody's uncomfortable, Sit with the discomfort. It's not about right. you. So that's what, what I is.
1: think. Yeah, right. Because sometimes I am on the side where every once in a while there's someone that will push my buttons. You know, like they just really know how to get under my skin, and that doesn't happen that often. But every once in a while, like I'll feel like smoke's coming out of my ears, and I'll <laughs> always have to ask myself, okay, what am I rejecting?
0: <laughs> right about
1: myself right now. And I just did another channel session recently where there is a specific person in my life that does this. They know how to get under my skin. And then it just all came out. And spirit was like, yes, because you are rejecting yourself. You're mm-hmm. so afraid of being that person that you ha- you don't know what to do other than just like expel negativity around it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So that's a part of me I'm working on. So we're all mirrors to each other. Not all of us are, you know, perfect angels all the time. I like to think I am, but I'm not.
0: I know, I joke with my family all the time. I'm practically perfect in every way, but not that (laughs) way. Yep. (laughs) Right, right. So so share with us how, how you work with people. How can somebody that this is resonating with reach you or work with you or find out more? So they can work with me in a handful of ways if they
1: just want to schedule an individual session. They're more than welcome to do that. Will you be providing um, perhaps some links
0: for my calendar? I will put links in there. Yep.
1: All right, there you go. That's where you can find me. Um, there, I also have a social community where I host free workshops, including free educational workshops on past life healing, where I do dig into the past lives of the attendees, and you know, turn it into an education session. So you can join me inside Soulchemy. But my pride and joy right now is my program, The Alchemist. This has been years in the making. And you do work with me one-on-one pretty heavily for about six months in my entire team of healers. And it's all about energy mastery. So everything we're talking about today, where you truly want to live a soul-aligned life and move your life forward, get in this program. Because we can basically address every single aspect of you, your energy bodies, your life, whatever it is, and turn it upside down. So it's work. (laughs) You do have to look at yourself, but it is incredibly rewarding because I don't want you to walk out of this program the same person. So we do intuitive healing, trauma healing, past life healing, hypnotherapy. We do, we literally do it all. (laughs) So those are the three ways that people can work
0: with me. Awesome. We will definitely put the links in the, in the description and it's perfect such a fun topic and one we need to talk about more and explore more. So anybody listening to this, if this resonates, go join that social community and, you know, comment and let us know how you feel and we'll see you on the next one. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christy. We should do this again.
1: We could probably talk about a million different aspects of reincarnation and never get bored.
0: Yes.